foods, including cheeseburgers, fried chicken, tacos, french fries, and pizza, has led to widespread obesity and health problems. And our passion for sugar and saturated fats has continued to grow in spite of these health problems. In 1970, Americans spent approximately $6 billion on fast food. In the year 2000, that figure skyrocketed to over $110 billion. In fact, Eric Schlosser, author of Fast Food Nation, stated more money is spent on fast food by Americans than on personal computers, computer software, new cars, higher education, newspapers, magazines, movies, books, videos, and recorded music combined. The McDonald's Corporation actually spends more money on marketing and advertising than any other brand in the world, even replacing Coca-Cola as the world's most recognizable brand name. A survey of American schoolchildren revealed that 96% were able to identify Ronald McDonald. Only Santa Claus had a higher degree of recognition. Today's typical American consumes about three hamburgers and four orders of french fries every week. Even when we do decide to eat healthy by purchasing food from the grocery store, the benefits aren't much better. The majority of the processed, canned, and packaged foods in our supermarkets are loaded with saturated, hydrogenated, and partially hydrogenated fats, salt, sugar, highly processed carbohydrates, and calories. Why do we continue to buy more and more of the very items that are slowly killing us? The answer may surprise you. Processed and packaged food companies hire some of the brightest minds to study consumer psychology and demographics, and they employ brilliant chemists to ensure that you won't be satisfied with just a small amount of their product. In other words, they make sure that you can't eat just one. Fast foods and processed foods are marketed on TV, in magazines, and on billboards so that they are kept continually before your eyes, reinforcing unhealthy addictions to these foods. Many years ago, some of the tobacco companies changed the chemical makeup of their products in order to build their business by increasing consumption. And by enticing children to smoke, they were able to create lifelong customers. Though they have not been allowed to continue this practice, it is interesting to note that tobacco companies have now begun to purchase the major brands of addictive processed foods. For example, in 2001, Philip Morris, the world's largest tobacco company, purchased several of the most popular food brands, including Oreo cookies, Ritz crackers, and Lifesavers candy, making it the world's second largest food company, just after Nestle's Incorporated. The food industry has spent millions of dollars on the research of fat-free fats. This costly practice reflects the desire of Americans to want their cake and eat the whole thing, too, quite literally. We want something that looks like fat, tastes, and feels like fat, has the creamy texture of fat, but doesn't have the calories of fat. Approximately 87% of American adults eat either reduced fat low-fat or sugar-free food products. Sadly, many continue to gain weight, and their cholesterol levels continue to rise, according to the 2001 National Cholesterol Education Program report. Are you at risk? At first, all of this may sound like bad news, but it cannot be all bad if it inspires you to have your cholesterol levels checked regularly. In May 2001, 
the National Cholesterol Education Program released its new set of guidelines regarding cholesterol levels. Unfortunately, their report shows that since 1993, the number of patients with abnormal cholesterol levels has tripled. They recommend a complete lipoprotein profile, or lipid panel, for all Americans who are 20 years of age or older to be done at least every five years. This lipid panel consists of the following screening tests. Total cholesterol level, LDL cholesterol level, HDL cholesterol level, and triglyceride level. The following numbers are the standard cholesterol measures given in milligrams per deciliter. If your number is at the borderline level, you should take immediate steps to change your diet and lifestyle. If you have reached the high or very high level, you are at an increasingly elevated risk for serious health problems. You should follow the advice in this audiobook and seek attention from your physician. LDL cholesterol. Desirable, less than 100. Near optimal, 100 to 129. Borderline high, 130 to 159. High, 160 to 189 and very high, 190 or above. HDL cholesterol, desirable, 40 or above. Total cholesterol, desirable, 200 or below. Borderline, 200 to 239, and high, 240 or above. Triglycerides, desirable, 150 or below. Borderline, 150 to 199, high, 200 to 499, and very high, 500 or above. Risk Factors If you have any form of arterial disease, such as coronary artery disease and abdominal aortic aneurysm, any arterial disease or calf pain due to poor circulation, the LDL cholesterol goal should be to maintain less than 100 milligrams per deciliter. If you have two or more of the following risk factors, your LDL cholesterol goal should be less than 130 milligrams per deciliter. These risk factors include 1. Age in men of 45 or older, age in women of 55 or older. 2. Low HDL cholesterol levels of 40 milligrams per deciliter or below. 3. A history of cigarette smoking. 4. Hypertension a blood pressure reading greater than 140 over 90, or the need for antihypertensive medication. And five, a family history of premature coronary disease, heart disease that occurs in a male relative 55 years old or younger, or a female relative 65 years old or younger. If you have any of these risk factors, you should make some lifestyle changes, including diet, exercise, and weight loss. I personally recommend that my patients lower LDL cholesterol to 100 milligrams per deciliter or lower by following the recommendations in this book. Knowledge is power. The fact that God's people are destroyed by lack of knowledge is never more apparent than in the case of high cholesterol. But God has given us the tools we need to combat this silent killer. Knowledge, wisdom, and discipline are all important. Knowledge to understand the necessary dietary changes, wisdom to make the right choices, and discipline to follow through. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says that our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Let's not trash them by consuming fast foods, junk foods, and excessive amounts of sugar and fat. 
The Bible says in Galatians 6, 7, and 8 that we will reap what we sow. Many of us sow the bad seeds of overeating and lack of exercise, and we reap a harvest of high cholesterol, obesity, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. Have your cholesterol checked by your physician, and then begin to maintain a healthy lifestyle, planting good seeds so that you may reap a harvest of divine health and a long and vital life. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you that you have provided the knowledge that I need to walk in the divine health that you desire for me to have. I will not allow the devil to gain a foothold in my life through the sneak attack of high cholesterol. Instead, I ask you to provide me with the knowledge of what will bring health to my body, the wisdom to make the right choices, and the discipline and self-control to carry out those choices. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Chapter 2. The Jekyll and Hyde Nutrient of the Body If you recall the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, you know that they were one and the same person, only with two very different personalities. One was a relatively kind doctor, but the other was an evil monster who emerged in certain situations. In much the same way, cholesterol can be considered the Jekyll and Hyde nutrient of your body. There is a good type of cholesterol, HDL, which can lower your blood pressure and prevent disease. And there is a bad type of cholesterol, LDL, that is very detrimental to your health. What is cholesterol? Cholesterol itself is actually a soft, waxy, white substance that is found in animal food products such as red meat, poultry, eggs, and dairy products. We need cholesterol to help create cell membranes for the approximately 60 to 100 trillion cells in our bodies.